0: Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut Monday, February 14th edition of the program. Appreciate you being here with us. Hope you had a restful week and happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. Hope you got your roses and your chocolate either received or on the way. Uh, We've got people at the Super Bowl unmasked all over the place because apparently only children have to be masked. That's completely psychotic. Mm. Canadian trucker protest. Still going strong. Even Bill Maher standing up for them. More information about Russia, collusion, conspiracy, craziness. That's what we call alliteration in the business. I'll walk you through those details. And uh, just also want to tell you that the libs are the worst. Just a reminder, libs are the worst. And they need to stop being crazy and just calm down. Let us all enjoy our lives. That would be great. We're going to get into the uh, latest unmasked versus mask situation the super bowl and my own los angeles rams i like this i can claim either team because i have no allegiance so whoever wins that is my team that's that's how i roll they uh, they came out victorious oh and russia ukraine will there be a war if i have time we'll talk about that today too if not tomorrow to be sure tax return time is always stressful who likes to fill out a tax return and collect that information let alone write a check to the irs The stress can magnify if an identity thief steals your info, files a bogus return, and pockets your refund. That happens more often than you'd think. All it takes is a cyber thief getting a hold of your social security number, not even your address, to create uh, create bogus returns and get money before you do. Every day we put our information at risk on the Internet. In an instant, a cyber criminal could steal what's yours. That can lead to him or her harming your finances, your credit, your reputation. Good thing there's LifeLock lifelock helps detect a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web if lifelock detects your information has been potentially compromised they'll send you an alert they'll do that with a phone call a text and they're quick to contact you if you're a victim of identity theft lifelock's dedicated restoration specialist will help make sense of it all no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses but you can help protect what's yours with lifelock by norton Join now and save 25% off your first year by using promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or use lifelock.com and use promo code BUCK for 25% off. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK. Promo code BUCK for 25% off. Just how absurd are the mask mandates and the continued obsession with masking children? Here's Bill Maher none other than Bill Maher, a liberal folks who realizes this stuff is crazy. California,
1: the mask mandate is off, except for L.A. County. Well, some counties, but L.A. County. So if you're driving through, (laughs) you have no mask, but when you hit the county line, you got to put it on, except when someone gives you a hot dog, then you can take it off. Uh, What the CDC calls following the science. (laughs) Yeah, well, most of the states now, though, are ditching the mask mandates. Uh, But again, here it's spotty. San Francisco, as of this hour anyway, still have the mask. Well, in San Francisco, uh, uh, you have to have the mask on when you're shoplifting indoors.
0: Got to have the mask on when you're shoplifting. Bill knows they got problems, folks. This Democrat Party has problems big time, big time issues big issues all over the place and i think in, at this stage they're really just trying to avoid realization of what's going on the recognition of reality and the embarrassment that will come with it all this masking stuff people have really turned this into for 2 years now a an article of religious faith i mean masking is what the good people do the bad people do not do the masking the good people are the maskers Well, hold on a second. What happens if that turns out to be false? What happens if that turns out to be an absurdity? Let me tell you, folks, I I know that I I hit this issue a lot. I know I talk about the masking and I make fun of the Fauci's, you know, mask, double mask, triple mask. Maybe wear a pair of goggles as well as not one, but two masks. And then even better, take a plastic bag, wrap it around your head. And then squeeze tightly to make sure the droplets do not get through your other two masks. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's all it's all absurd. It's all crazy. But it's also the only way this ends. Masks gone everywhere means we're done with the pandemic. Masks continuing anywhere means we are merely on pandemic pause. I don't want to be on pandemic pause. I want to be finished with this forever. For example, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida is out there telling everybody no other country in the world is as focused on masking children as the United States. Why is that? If you look at what CDC and Biden's administration did, they are outliers in the rest of the world. You look at all the other industrialized countries, not one country was as absolutely insane about force masking kids as the United States government was, and I'm proud to say in Florida, you know, we stood up to the Biden administration, we stood with the parents, uh, and we stood with the well-being of the kids. And I can tell you, these kids are so much happier being able to go to school without having to wear masks for eight hours a day. So when you start to see them kind of reevaluate or say all this, just understand this. The science didn't change. Well, the medical science didn't change. The political science changed. They feel the heat. That's absolutely true. People have finally, finally had enough. It took about a year longer than I thought the American people would to get to the point where they would say enough is enough. And by the way, there's still 30 to 40 percent of people who are like, mask me. Don't ever take my mask off. It protects me. People are amazing. You got people that have, that have gotten four COVID shots, mask up all the time, have gotten COVID twice anyway, and think that this is wildly successful. In fact, that's one of the favorite lib things to do. They they share a photo of themselves, like I'm so glad the masks or the shots are so effective because I just recovered from my second bout of COVID and I'm still alive. It's like you're you're 40. You were you were never you were never at real risk. What are you even talking about? And by the way, as a stopping the spread mechanism, you'd think people that have had COVID twice, who have been doing it all right the whole time, would realize maybe maybe they were taking this the wrong way. Maybe something else was going on here. They weren't really working this as well as they should. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they won't change their minds at all. Even some Democrats are starting to sound a little bit It's too little too late, but a little bit more reasonable. Here's the governor of Colorado, who is a Democrat, Polis, saying, you know... Should be a choice. Well, I think what the White House is doing and should be doing is saying, look at the CDC guidance. And again, in districts where mask wearing is not required, and that's nearly every district in Colorado, uh, some parents want their kids to wear a mask for Mm -hmm. that extra level of safety. Perhaps their kid is asthmatic. Perhaps their kid has a pre-existing condition. Uh, And and those are all reasonable decisions. There's no right or wrong here. Sandra, there's something more important than whether you wear a mask or not, and, and that's civility and respect. And if you're somebody who doesn't like wearing masks, respect those who do. If you're somebody who likes wearing masks, please respect those who don't. Civility and respect. I mean, OK, it's a little tough for those of us, though, who have been forced to mask, despite the fact that it doesn't do a damn thing to stop the spread, as just two years of history have shown us. Never mind all of the da- all the data. Uh, it's hard because the people that became mask maniacs thought that they had a right to go around and act like lunatics over this all the time. I mean, you were a bad person if you didn't mask up. A bad person. They, they thought they had a right to say whatever they wanted to you over this. And uh, that that's troubling. Let's get into the uh, the Canadian trucker protest here in a second, which is still going strong. Will there be one in the U.S., a trucker freedom convoy in America? Big question that's out there. You know, one of the most innovative services I've witnessed in my on-air radio career comes from the Oxford Gold Group. They've made it so you can have real gold and silver delivered to your door. It's gold or silver you've purchased, and now you can easily take delivery. The same kind of thing can happen with your IRA or 401k, real gold and silver in your retirement accounts. Now, why should you own real gold and silver? Well, gold and silver traditionally hold their value, especially when markets decline or fail. The Oxford Gold Group, the industry leader in precious metals, is offering gold and silver at the lowest prices on the market. The Oxford Gold Group will beat any competitor's price on gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. Get gold you can hold or get real gold in your IRA or 401k today. Call the Oxford Gold Group to request your free precious metals investment guide by dialing pound 250 on your cell and speaking the keywords gold IRA. You'll receive your precious metals investment guide directly to your phone, and get all your questions answered with one call to Oxford Gold. Simply dial pound two fifty, saying the keywords "gold IRA." It's the Oxford Gold Group. Please go check them out today. I, I hate to say it, but another another astute comment. I, he, look, he, there's a reason the guy's endured so long. He's pretty funny, and he's he's clever. He's he's a lib. But he's a talented lip and he does see reality sometimes not on climate change, uh, not on some issues, you know, race relations stuff in this country, he, you know, goes way lib on that. But on some things, he's pretty good. Here's Bill Maher on, on the Canadian trucker situation. He is calling out Justin Trudeau for sounding like a true lunatic about the truckers.
1: Play eight. This is a couple of weeks ago. He was or maybe this is September, but he was talking about people who are not vaccinated. He said they don't believe in science. They're often misogynistic, often racist. No, they're ooh, not. That was not that, smart of him at all. Right. He said, but they take up space. Mm. And oh. with that, we have to make a choice in terms of a leader as a country. Do we tolerate these people? It's like, tolerate these? Now you do that's, sound like no, him. That's mm-hmm. that, that was, uh, and recently, he talked about them holding, holding unacceptable views. Wow. This, I'm yeah. surprised to hear that Trudeau said those things. You didn't see the blackface? I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, uh, No, I'm kidding. About it. I'm, not, I'm not... I mean, I was not a good look for him. No, but, I, I, I mean, I, I, come on. I mean, that's, I think, what gets under people's skin.
0: Now, you've got Marianne Williamson there on the Bill Marshall. He was talking about an earlier comment and then the unacceptable views where he brought in the truckers. But just the language that Trudeau uses about people who it turns out we're much more correct on the science than Trudeau was. You would think that would be meaningful. You would think that would be a real thing, you know, a real situation. You know, you'd think that uh, you would look at that and come to conclusions about whether or not you should be holding the views that you do about those who don't want the shot or those who are anti these mandates and lockdowns and all the rest of it. But no, no, instead, Trudeau just doubles down with more of the madness. Here is Representative Gooden in this country, I would point out, saying that he would welcome similar truckers doing a similar convoy here in the U.S. I would invite any group for whatever reason to peacefully protest anytime. I, I don't appreciate or condone uh, violent protest uh, like the Black Lives Matter movement that you saw. You know, this seems to be such a crisis that these peaceful uh, truckers are are stalling progress and protesting. Uh, but there was no outrage on the left when Black Lives Matter protests were destroying our streets and our cities across our nation. So I would absolutely uh, uh, welcome a similar uh, pronouncement of protest uh, in our nation's capital by truckers and anyone who wants their freedoms back people are fed up with these overbearing overburdening uh, regulations that are not based in science you know what i love about this what's going on here we're we're finally understanding you got to you got to use some of the mobilization tactics of the left against the left you've got to use some of the mechanisms within the confines of a law, within what is moral and decent and ethical. But putting pressure on a system by slowing things down, this is classic. I'm just going to tell you this is classic Alinsky. In fact, in Rules for Radicals, Alinsky talks about just having your uh, having your revolutionary, so to speak, go into a facility and either this is uh, they do this with lunch sit ins. Or they just sit at all the lunch counters, and then no one else, because you know, a big, big uh, whether it's a school or they can't handle everybody at once. Eat they, they can only seat in, in, you know, sessions, or they use they use all the bathrooms at once, so that no one can go to the bathroom. Well, if you're running a big factory and no one can go to the bathroom all day because everyone's sitting in the bathrooms, you got a problem, right? These are, you know, is that illegal? It's not illegal, you know, but is it going to cause problems? Yes. And what you see here is these truckers. You know, so they're, they're putting their trucks out on the streets. Now it's for, it's for and, and they're demanding normalcy. People say, oh, but you don't like it when they... Yeah, I don't like when someone blocks my way to the office because they want to protest climate change or racism. If they were saying, I want you to stop acting like tyrants and let us go back to normal life, I would say, yeah, that's okay. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. It's not that the, the left can't be the only side that gets to take direct action in the pursuit of political pressure to bring about a change. We can't just cede that to the other side. right? We can't do that. All right. I I mentioned this. So there's some details here about the Russia collusion update here. I don't have anything new for you really on Ukraine, Russia. I mean, I mentioned that obviously there could be a war any any day now. Some people are saying Putin's going to step back from the brink. Others are saying he's going all in. You know, who knows? But we'll follow that. Right now, this is from the Daily Mail. I'm just going to give you some of the the bullet points here so you know you're up to speed on this story. John Ratcliffe told Special Counsel John Durham there's enough evidence, and Ratcliffe was the DNI under Trump, to indict multiple people connected to the origins of the Trump-Russia probe. The former director of national intelligence met with Durham more than once. Ratcliffe pointed Durham to a declassified CIA memo of Clinton approving looking into Trump's Russia ties. As a way of distracting from her email scandal, the report was sent directly to then FBI Director James Comey and then Deputy Assistant Director of Counterintelligence Peter Strzok. New bombshell reports reveal Clinton paid people to hack servers. This was getting a lot of attention at Trump Tower during the 2016 campaign and White House servers following the election. A poll taken before those reports came out showed that even Democrats want Clinton questioned her role in the Russia secret server scandal. 44% of party loyalists believe she should be interrogated. The number jumped to 66% recently in a January poll. Friends, the whole Russia collusion thing was the biggest political dirty trick in my lifetime. I don't know if it's the biggest political dirty trick played, I mean, since, since when? Worse? You want to talk about worse than what Hillary did to Trump is worse than Watergate, a phrase that it's always abused by the left everything trump had two scoops of ice cream they only had one it's worse than watergate uh, but that actually was worse than watergate and hillary clinton did get away with mishandling classified information i know those laws i know those regulations if she was not hillary clinton she would have been in deep you know what but because she was important to democrats james comey gave that weird speech no prosecutor whatever and died over this not true not true what she did falls under the statute as recklessness which is specifically included in the statute but they pretended like it was no big deal they pretended like it was nothing it was nothing and i sit here and i say to you how much more of this corruption do you think we can handle how much more of this within the system can we see before people start to just lose faith in it all entirely many of you are probably already there Was there any accountability for the biggest political dirty trick in history? No, we've had a few lawyers who, you know, Klein Smith, a couple of others who have gotten a slap on the wrist for this or that, fabricating evidence, lying under oath, things like that. McCabe lied under oath, then had his pension restored after getting fired under Trump. Now he's a CNN contributor. He's got a book deal. You know, the left always takes care of their own. But they tried to undo a presidential election in 2016 and now they want to now they want to lecture the rest of us on integrity. I don't think so. If Hillary was really involved, if she or anyone in her campaign gave the order to look and, and hack into servers connected to Donald Trump in 2016. Um, that's a that's that's about as, as big as that's domestic spying stuff that we would read about in a foreign country and say this is a banana republic. And this is a country that needs a top-to-bottom rethink of its anti-corruption measures. People need to go to prison for this. You know, the Clintons, though, it's one of the things. The Clintons are so corrupt and so ethically detestable that nothing ever shocks anyone anymore. Nothing shocks anyone anymore. Um, the headline of, the, of that piece I read to you from the Daily Mail is, Ex-Director of National Intelligence Claims Biden and Obama Knew about Hillary Clinton campaign plot to hack Trump servers and that there's enough evidence in Durham's Russia probe to indict multiple people. We've already seen some indictments. Who will be indicted and for what is the big question. We can't get too far ahead of that. But if Hillary knew that there was some kind of plot to uh, some kind of really intelligence operation to look into Trump's servers and try to create this Russia smokescreen to distract from her own server issues that is a big deal that is a big deal and given that there's the possibility seems outlandish right now but the possibility that hillary could end up could find herself um running for president again i know that's crazy but it could happen we need to get this stuff right we'll continue to follow it here on the buck sexton show podcast Shield tie.